0: Hello and welcome to Until We Arise podcast. Today's episode is entitled Love is Life from Tijuana because this is an episode where Vero and Rachel, myself, we go through some of our favorite moments of this season's interviews um, discussing all of the ups and downs and the things we've learned throughout this series. Now this is not a closing, this is just a pause to reflect. So enjoy our conversation live from Tijuana. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Until We Arise. My name is Rachel, and I'm the founder and CEO of Until We Arise. Our mission is to bridge divided people to loving community, empowering resources, and a compassionate Christ. And I am Beto
1: I am our co-founder and CFO, and our vision is to build a global, thriving community of women who combat injustice and oppression with love and
0: compassion. And today, we are in Tijuana. <laughs> We're in the same room. We're in the same room and this is exciting. Yes. How are you guys doing? Hopefully this is, this time we are fully live. So we are here, we can hear your questions. We can see your questions and we'd love to know how, where you are listening from? What's going yes. on? Because we're in Mexico, Yes. which is exciting but we want to know wherever you are. So go ahead and go into the chat. Let us know you're here. And we're also available for live questions. So mm-hmm. we're discussing today we're going to have a point of reflection. Yes. We are going to check in on some of the things that we've learned and just going to get a heart to heart on the things we've learned about love mm-hmm. throughout this. Like it's been, I think I started the love series in October or something. Yeah. It was definitely, it was last year. It was yeah. First so end of last year, so we're not done with love is love yeah. will continue. <laughs> but as we do that, we're kind of um, wanted to just take a pause and gather our thoughts on all of the, um, no. Gather our thoughts on all of... My mom is here helping with tech. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> say hi, hi. Say hi, mom. Hey. So she's there. I was noticing the beautiful bird outside because here <laughs> in the bird feeder. <laughs> the, the Here in Mexico, there are so many birds. The nature mm-hmm. is beautiful. And it's just very different. But Yeah. Yeah. So we're continuing our Love Is Series, but we're taking a pause to reflect. That's what I'm sorry. To get everywhere. To reflect on the good things that we've learned just taking a moment to check in with each other and kind of feature some of the highlighted um, responses that we gathered, because I think it was so great. I feel like I've learned so much, not just from the studies that we've done, mm-hmm. but also like our amazing guests. Yes. So yes. some of the ones that we've been through, if you haven't, if you don't follow our YouTube channel or subscribe, you we have... Um, <laughs> we started with Love is... Where should we start? The first one that I did, wait, is... Love is perfected in us. Okay. Yeah. Then we went to love is leaving something better than you found it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Love is eternal is another interview we had with Allie. Love is. There's one, wasn't there one that was not self seeking? Love is is not self seeking. Yes. Um, And some of those we're going to revisit so you have an opportunity to check in and and see them. Yes. Um, Let's see. Love is. Then we got Love is Honest, you and I, when we, we started oh, yes. the new year, and this is where we jumped in, so Love is Honest. Yes, and then leaving What's
1: it? Leaving things better than you found it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking of the interview with um, Chris. Love is radical. That's what it was. Oh. I wanted to say hard, because I know we had a conversation about hard things and that, oh. like, doing hard things. Yeah. And
0: then, what was the next? Love is intimate. Oh, yeah. Love is loving first. Yes love is do you guys remember any of them that are your favorite yeah put it in the chat put you know in the chat your favorite mom's managing the chat over there mm-hmm. so let us know adeline if anything jumps in that we need to comment on do we have any guests here yet uh we did we do actually um let's see here there's gisella
1: hello, hello
0: Giselle. <laughs> and marilyn was here hi marilyn and there's one other person here. And so we have Mexico and Compton in the house. Tijuana and, and Compton. Tijuana and Compton. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we have, um, we also had love is being seen. Yeah. That was with Aquila. That was. Then we have love is belonging with Cats. That's Kat. the one I was thinking. Love is belonging. And then, um,
1: what else I yeah. There's another love one. Love is loving between.
0: first. Yes. Yeah. We've had some great ones, but we're <laughs> just getting started. There's a lot more that we have. We have scheduled new guests that I'm looking forward to, um, to introducing you to, I think. um, Can you think of any of them that really stood out to you? Like any that really rocked you and changed you?
1: I think one that, I don't know if it was like a couple weeks I was having at that moment, but definitely love is radical. is one that really impacted me just, that's with Chris. Yeah, that's with Chris. Mm-hmm. And just being able to, um, just remembering that, like, love does lead us to do these radical things. Mm-hmm. And I think it just resonated so much with me that, um, like, it's not always easy. Mm-hmm. You know, the things God calls us to do are is not always easy. And so that definitely just moved me. I think I even told her afterwards, i like, if nobody else was moved by that, it was just for me. Was sure.
0: Yeah, and I particularly love Chris's um, Chris's interview as well because I think what happened was, like, she brought in. I think the part that got me the most was when she was talking about her struggle with cancer, mm. and it hit me hard because um, we fight so hard to run from death. Mm, yeah. And when she said in one of her responses is that, cause we were talking about how we were agreeing to pray for healing for her. And then she said, and so I said, um, you know, something about death. And she, I said, Oh, I rebuke death cause we want healing. And she just flipped it on me. Mm. And she was like, well, life is a death sentence. And I wish mm, I could have yeah. the clip, but if you haven't go back and see it, because she talks about this conversation with her son Mm-hmm. And how the time with her son, like she teaches him, like how what we're called to live, to die. Yeah. And, and it goes back, it's so biblical to live as Christ and to die as gain, you yeah. know? And I'm like, like it's hard because it's not how we function. We don't function on that level of yeah. understanding. We function to say, hey, like I just want to live as long as I can because this is where it all ends. Yeah. And it's so hard to capture another mindset to believe oh, there's something more. Yeah. There's something greater, you know? So Mm -hmm. that's pretty powerful to me. I think that really stuck with me because I felt somewhat, like, checked in Mm -hmm. that moment Mm -hmm. how I want to rebuke death constantly because, of course, we want to rebuke death. Right. But not to the point where we forget that death is a part of the plan. Right. Yeah. And it's not where it ends. Yeah, and we're not not
1: guaranteed an eternal life here Mm -hmm. on Earth. And I think even as you're talking about that, I think even... Um, how the word says, like we're once we come to know God, once we come to know Christ, we're called to die to ourselves. So mm-hmm. even on earth, death, death is part of yeah. our life, right? Like yeah. it's it's just like die to yourself, mm-hmm. die to the things that you want. So in a sense, we as Christians embrace death because we are called, just even here on earth, mm-hmm. to die to the things that we know, to die to the things that we want and then it says if you are willing to lose your life you will find it
0: mm-hmm. right is what
1: the word says so there's that and then like you said paul who says to die is gain um to live is Christ but to die is gain Yeah. Um, in our life group we were talking about that like that's such a weird thing to say you mm-hmm. someone comes and tells you that just out of the blue and you think what is this it makes christians on? christians are crazy we are crazy we are a crazy bunch <laughs> for sure but you know and so i think we talked about the relationship Paul must have had for that. And so yeah. I think even like the relationship and the love that compels you to live in that way, to say,
0: mm-hmm. to
1: die is gain for me. That is radical for sure.
0: Yeah. And he's like, he talks to, I forget what, what letter he talks about. He's like, I'm here for you because for me, it'd be better to just be with Jesus, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm here for you right now. Yeah. You know? And I think that's powerful. Um, I don't know. Did anybody see that chat? Um, you see that story, please comment in the chat if anybody was able to experience that with us, because it was quite powerful, I think. Yeah. And for me, I think um, it's really hard to capture that because we look at life in such a finite way. Mm -hmm. And it also makes it hard to, like, die to ourselves while we're here, like you just described, Mm -hmm. like, like what does that look like for us, you know? And so, like, in order to really love like Jesus loves, we have to kind of die like he was willing to die. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean go find a cross, you know, because we're not called to that per se, but he he calls us to each bear our own cross. Mm -hmm. And I think that part of that is like, I'm so disciplined. I mean, so encouraged by your discipline. And I know that has been a huge journey. (laughs) Like, I mean, if you notice, my friend has gotten so slim (laughs) and it's not just married life, but it is um, just like dying to your flesh. Like you've been very strict on the sugar uh, sugar um, fast, and I know it's not for everybody to know, but I'm sharing it anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just like, I look and I know how that was a huge struggle for you in the mm-hmm. past, you know, and yeah. um, just knowing how that requires like a death to the things that you want. And mm-hmm. I know because I also just completed a year long fast as well. And I'm like, girl, I just want a cup of coffee, you know, <laughs> and it was like emotional for me. So mm-hmm. I'm not just talking about you, I'm putting myself out there too, no. you know. I was so emotionally driven by coffee and, and like, I just wanted it, you know? And mm-hmm. so for me, and I felt like there was nothing wrong with it. Like sugar, right? right? It's right. like, it's normal. It's a part of our lives. But when God is saying, die to yourself,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's like saying no to something that seems harmless, that's legal,
1: right. that's all good. Yeah. It's like, and
0: it's not even in biblical. You can't have this. Right. Or you can't have, like, no, it's not. Yeah. You know? And so um, it's just powerful, I think, to like be led by the Lord to die to the things that we like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It goes back to that love because it's like any relationship, right? Like me and my husband. So there are things that I could really enjoy doing, but if it's going to bring a wedge between him and I, Mm. then I, do I love him enough to say, I love you more than this thing that I enjoyed. Wow. Right. So you, and so in, in, in the general sense, that's what marriage is about, right? Uh-huh. You are joined to this person and you're like no other oh no for me, right? Like mm-hmm. as a woman, no other guy mm-hmm. is even like that's it. Yeah. You're the one and I'm putting behind that
0: mm-hmm.
1: the the pursuit of any other guy because I am choosing you. Yeah. You know, and and so that's like the main general idea of marriage and then it happens continually in marriage Mm -hmm. as you're finding your groove with your with your spouse and um finding your rhythm and what works for you guys yeah and so it's
0: the same thing even more so with god because it's the same it's modeled like that's the beauty of mm -hmm. marriage it's like that's why he calls us his bride it's a covenant yeah And, like, there's power in the covenant. And if people understood what that really meant, Mm -hmm. it would change how we function. Yeah. But, yes, you were saying. Yeah. And so it's
1: just, like, it's, but it it comes from the love that you have for this person. Mm -hmm. For the love that you have for this person and the commitment that you make in that love. Mm -hmm. And so you say, I am committed to you. Mm -hmm. I am choosing you not just today, not just on this beautiful day Mm -hmm. when we get married, but I'm choosing you every day and all of these things. And so, you know, there's a balance, obviously. You got to make sure it's biblical. You got to make sure it's honoring the Lord. But in that, you know, you honor the Lord through honoring your spouse as well. And yeah, so same thing as this, like, yeah, it's hard. Do I like ice cream? Yes. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and, and all that stuff. But it's trusting that what God has for me is better. And yes. so if he is leading me to say, hey, are you willing to give this up for me because you love me because mm-hmm. I love you? Mm-hmm. And I know that I have something better for you in you releasing that. Mm-hmm. Do you trust me enough? Do you love me enough to do this? Yeah, and it. so me saying, yes, God, I, I I love you. And I didn't just choose you when I was 16 and gave my life to you. I mean, mm-hmm. I gave my life to the Lord sooner, but that was kind of one of those moments. Or, or in 2017, when we started this, it's, I'm, like his word says, you pick up your cross daily. Yeah. It's every single day. And so every day in, in that, for me, that's part of my cross is I'm, I'm releasing this want and this even right to have sugar in my life and say, no, this is something God showed me. Wasn't good for me. Mm -hmm. This is something he's asked me to let go of in this season. And so I got to be okay with that. And so every day I'm saying, no, I don't, I don't want that,
0: you know? And, um, and That's I think, a, yeah. yeah, it's like every day. And I think when I, when I walk with Jesus, it's hard because I think about just my, my desire for a latte. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it was something that the Lord was saying, I want you to manage your emotions a little better. Mm-hmm. I want you to not trust in this to bring you up when things are down. Mm-hmm. And sometimes busy eating or, you know, the little things that we do just out mm-hmm. of like having the cup of yes. coffee because I need that pick me up. He's like, do you trust that coffee more than you trust me? I know it sounds so petty, but in the process of the day to day, when you wake up and you're like, I need some caffeine, like it's, it's a daily thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And the people, when you tell people, Oh no, I'm not having coffee or whatever. They're like, what? Yeah. Even, even with sugar. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> what? And it's like, I love how you said it because I don't want anything more than I want God. Mm-hmm. If it's going to cause a division between me and my maker, after knowing what he's carried me through like for paul it like for then i don't want it let me finish that thought if if it caused any division i Mm -hmm. don't want it but when i think about paul he had an encounter Mm -hmm. he was so passionate about the things that he did before Mm -hmm. he was like a christian killer right Right. yeah so and when he had that encounter with god that threw him on his butt basically Mm -hmm. he was blinded for days and then like faced his worst fears of having to encounter with the, like this encounter with these christians mm-hmm. that he once killed and now in a vulnerable space of not being able to see this is in the book of acts like yeah he's now put in a place where it's like oh my gosh and he has an encounter with jesus who speaks to him mm-hmm. comes yeah. back he's already back from the dead Comes down from heaven and says paul <laughs> like Mark, why are you persecuting yeah. or Saul? why are you persecuting me and yeah. your name is now gonna be paul mm-hmm. and he has this encounter with him and it changes him and so what's scary i think something we talked about earlier at lunch was like the fear that sometimes settles in when we have become familiar with the spirit of god mm-hmm. And we, we, we forget the power of those encounters. Yeah. So it becomes our time with the Lord becomes like a fallen apart marriage. That was only the, the highlight of that relationship was the wedding. Right. The highlight of that relationship with God was the, the supernatural encounter when you were slain in the spirit and you were crying and you got your spiritual language and it started there and it ended there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were crying at the altar, at the camp, at the conference. And you're like, ah, and you're like, I remember when God touched me. And he's like, I want that every day, right? Like this is, this is like a marriage. This mm-hmm. should be celebration. It should get sweeter daily, but we leave it in there because we forget that encounter. We mm-hmm. forget the power of that cat encounter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I want to kind of transition just a bit because there's something to the everyday. Yeah. And I think one of the guests that really stuck out to me the most, um, uh, not the only one, but that stuck out to me the most because of lifestyle mm-hmm. where it carried over from more than just, um, a one-time event of mm-hmm. excitement, but somebody who carried through through hard times for both of us, but especially mm-hmm. I know in our, it was first for you and now for me too, is because it's how she lives, and that's mm-hmm. why she doesn't have a huge platform. She's not even on Instagram. Right? <laughs> she's not on <laughs> any social media. Actually. Yeah, she's on WhatsApp. Well, that's that's, <laughs> like, that's like a messaging thing. Yeah, she I know. Does but she like posts her statuses. Yeah. I'm like. Get that's is true. Evelyn you yes. know and Evelyn's heart for ministry her heart for the Lord um and her love for people mm-hmm. like yeah. it's not about status it's not about if it's going to be seen
1: mm-hmm. it's
0: just so present and I think we talked about this like just at the day the urgency when when we see her in need because we love her and I know you've been friends with her longer and I've known her as long as you probably kind of almost as, mm-hmm. a little bit yeah. But I didn't have this closeness until recently. And I'm just like, she has this gift of putting herself to the side for someone else. And how hard it is to be like, no, I'm here for you now. (laughs) And loving on her. We have to be extra intentional. But Mm -hmm. that's just reflective of her heart Mm -hmm. for God and heart for people. And so I think I really loved being able to um, interview her and to share that. How was that for you? I mean, like you said, I've known her for quite some time and her and I are are
1: really close and it kind of just developed into that. (laughs) It didn't just, you know, she pressed in and I was willing to also Mm -hmm. press in. Um, But I, I was so encouraged with her interview because of, like you said, the way that she is, who Mm -hmm. she is Mm -hmm. and her willingness to, to press in even Mm -hmm. when it's not easy. Yeah. Her, you know, she's one of those few people who, I think even you mentioned it that she questioned you on some of the jokes. I'm the one I was who does like,
0: that. Excuse me. Excuse you know? me. I'm the one who questions. Like, did you hear that from the Lord? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, mind your business. That's what I feel today. Like, and it made me think. I was like, oh, yeah. like we just got in an argument, fake argument. Yeah. When like she told me, she asked me a question about some decision I was making. She's like, oh, friend, did the Lord show you that? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, mind your business weeks later, I'm like, Lord, but did you say that though? <laughs> and then I call her, I'm like, that's not what God said. Why did you ask me that question? Yeah, and I was like, so bad, it, yeah. it was funny, but then I called her to tell her and,
1: <laughs> and so she cracked
0: out the whole time. I'm sure she's was like, no, no, <laughs> she would say I
1: knew it, but yeah, and so that's how she is, you know? And I think it reflects one of her answer or one of the things she talked about love and being able to um to stick through the conflict.
0: Mm, you know, that yeah.
1: real love is like sticking through the conflict. It's not just like that's where because we talked about friendship, right? And so right. that friendship that can over that is not just on the on the surface level, but can go deep and can face conflict and still comes out of it. Yeah. And whole. You know, and I don't remember if it was her, but she talked about um maybe it wasn't her, maybe I'm confusing it with Akila, but she said like love is present or something along those lines. Like,
0: no, that was us. That was just us us too. But but I think it's the the same same concept.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so being able to push through the hard things, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's something that, I'm even like learning. I mean, I've known in our friendship, in her friendship, like we've had moments where it's like, I don't want to talk to her now. Get out of my face. <laughs> you know? And we've had that starting this organization, being together every oh, day. Oh, girl. In each other's face. And there are moments where I'm like, I need a minute. Let's go seek the Lord separately and we'll come back. <laughs> this is a lot. Uh, but even with her, at times where, like you said, she'll question things and I'm just like, I just want to do what I want to do. Leave me alone. But it does bring that conviction because it's from the Lord, you know, when, yeah. but even more so with God, when he's yeah. willing to press in with me, he's not, he doesn't leave me in my brokenness. He's mm. not like, mm, today you're too rough. Let me just let you know. Yeah. He presses in. And so like the love that comes in that, that, you know, that if you can make it
0: through that conflict, then you'll make it through anything. Yeah. Right. Like, cause like you're the, not what happens run. on the other side of that mm-hmm. conflict is a true friendship that's so much more rich because you've right. seen the ugly. Mm-hmm. It's not like that unknown. Like, can I handle her ugly? Mm-hmm. We've seen this. We we went through it. She forgave me. I forgave her. Like, yeah, like we're we're in this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. like it's kind of like when you and Bow got married and he started mm-hmm. using a southern accent.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, babe.
0: Uh, <laughs> he went through a phase. Uh, <laughs> we don't have to go in detail, but the but, yeah. the point is, he said you bought it <laughs> but it was like you make it through those things mm-hmm. you know and I think um yeah like even with our friendship you know yeah. we made it through some things and and I think the the, the whole idea with Evelyn was so powerful it was so encouraging to me because sometimes I can feel like I'm too much mm-hmm. right like because what she said we what we titled it was love is loving first because mm-hmm. For her, yeah. she talked about her good friend from her childhood mm-hmm. who called her best friend first. Yeah. And she's like, I didn't tell you. You could. I said, I don't want a best friend. But she planted that love on her. And because of that commitment, she was able to do the same for you. And mm-hmm. it's like probably not even a conscious choice, but it's modeling and being able to be people who see what it looks like to love first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, like, I think it's funny because... I don't know if our relationship was completely like that but kind of mm-hmm. like i think about what we went through when we first got when you first moved in yeah and i was like hey friend i'm having a bible study and you just showed up like it was your consistency but i had to ask right and it was like let's go to ikea or let's go, <laughs> go let's ikea. go to a coffee shop and we would just do but it was like leaning in and especially mm-hmm. when you were going through a really hard time i was like i, I can't leave her alone nobody else lives here i have to <laughs> And, you know, it was like, it's hard to be the courageous one Mm -hmm. to love first because you don't know if you're going to be rejected. You don't know if you tell them that thing that you felt like God spoke in your heart. Mm -hmm. If it's going to be like, ew, who do you think you are? You think you're holy? Mm -hmm. You think you're holier than me? Mm -hmm. Ooh, who, like, I don't need your prayers because you don't know. Like, I just recently went to pray for someone who looked like they had it all together and they probably they still might be way more advanced than me in their career, their their walk walk with the lord, right? Mm-hmm. But nevertheless the lord said pray with her. Because mm. she was like older woman. Yeah. And she had all the Jesus gear on. So I was like, she's "She's super. (laughs) But I still was like, you know, I'm going to pray with her. Mm -hmm. And I didn't say anything like correcting or anything. But I felt like just inappropriate, honestly, in my own flesh Mm -hmm. to just even say, oh, let me pray for you. I didn't know she was like, why is she trying to pray for me? I'll pray for you. Yeah. Because people can respond that way. Mm -hmm. And I think loving first is hard. And sometimes loving first is offering prayer or showing up at somebody's house after they've had a loss. Mm -hmm. Um, leaning into something that's challenging because you don't know how people respond in pain or how people respond in correction or even in love because some people are so broken you showing up and saying I love you they're like extra you're fake you don't even know me how are you gonna love me (laughs) you know and that it takes a lot to Mm -hmm. be the person to lean in but the more we do it the more we model it for other people yeah and that's what Jesus did for us you know Right. And mom, feel free to, um, since mom's here, if there's any cool comments that you think, just go ahead and let me know so you can share them. I would love to hear some of the comments if anybody's in there. I <laughs> know. Uh, Not it's, yet. Just Marilyn said that um, she that it looks beautiful. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I said thank you already. And, and, uh, <laughs> and then she was just talking about how, yes, it's hard, but we have to. You yeah, know, for and, sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And just well, if there's anything that stands out to you, go ahead and let yeah. us
1: know. And I sort of touched briefly on what you said about like the more we do it, we model it for others. Right. right? You know, and I think even being here, mm-hmm. um, it's it's a new it's a new community. There's been hard, you know, it's been a little hard to adjust just because mm-hmm. I've been in a different community for the past three years and I had built friendships and, and you know, developed connections with people and it was different because I was working outside of my house. So I would go to a place, that I worked with people outside of my household, and now that's not happening, but God has connected us to a community within church, and that's so And that so was quick. Beautiful. It was very quick. Val and I wanted to just take it slow and tiptoe our way in. She's and already on the
0: stage translating. Oh, yes. And so, <laughs> Which I'm so proud of you on, friend. I know I want you to finish your comment, but like... Dude, like, how God uses your willingness yeah. and your courage, like, I honor you so much. Like, the enemy has tried to knock you down so mm-hmm. many times, and I'm just so proud of you. Oh, yeah. thank you. I'm so proud of you, and I'm honored to be partnered with you, because when I watch you on that stage, I'm just like, that's my, my friend. Wait <laughs> till she runs the whole conference. Well, what Where she? She's <laughs> preaching. She's going to be preaching soon.
1: <laughs> but, um, yeah, and so I felt like God, we have, right, I think the word says, like, um, Man is like plants to steps, but God established them or something. Mm-hmm. I'm totally butchering mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But we we thought, you know, we're gonna be wise, we're gonna take our time, we're you know, we're we just got married, let's slowly get into this. And I just felt like God was like, Boop, there you go, you're in community. <laughs> <Go>! <laughs> and, and it had obviously it's people's also willingness, right? Like we've had a couple that we're willing to just love us first, you know, and they shared how they didn't invite us the first time into their home. That first week they saw us at church was like, we don't want to scare you guys off, but (laughs) But now all the invites, (laughs) but the second week they were like, come to the house. And they have been, and and even the people that they've been introducing us to have also been like, Hey, welcome and be here. And so that's been so encouraging. And so um, for us, and then there's been people that God has been putting on my heart to, be that person for them Mm -hmm. you know reach out and love on them and for me it's a little awkward partially because um I've struggled with rejection in the past Mm -hmm. um and so getting past that even if they like what if they don't what if they think I'm too much what if they don't like me what if they're like why is this girl trying to be around me so much
0: (laughs) even and it's funny because that's how I feel too sometimes like I told you like oh people might respond well if I show up I think they're they're going to be like, oh, why is she here? Like all the insecurities that jump in. Why did you comment? Why is she in my DMs? Why is like, <laughs> like, like I'm thinking, because I'm so insecure. We all face that insecurity. Like, oh, how do you respond? Because we, we walk and we carry these insecurities mm-hmm. instead of saying, oh, wow, they're about to be so blessed that I'm here. <laughs> oh like, And it sounds conceited, but like walking in that honor and that mm-hmm. the Lord comes. because it's not us. It's not our presence. It's the Lord's, you right. know, when we, right, when we sure. surrender ourselves. hmm yeah, and so I think that. Oh, was Marilyn one. says she's ready for a woman's retreat. <laughs> oh, oh, that'd be ah,
1: I like yeah. it. Uh, and so I think, yeah, I so I touching on that is just when those moments come where I feel like God encourages me to lean into people, I think of Evelyn and I think mm. of how she was for me, you yeah. know, and because we talked about how she was like, Amiga, and just mm-hmm. hugged her way into my life, but even how she encouraged me with my relationship with mom, my mom. And her encouraging me to be the first one to be vulnerable, mm-hmm. to be the first one mm-hmm. to open up, to love, to not be judgmental. And that, I'm not just going to say it was just that and it was all me. It was definitely the Lord, but I believe he used that to bring that and allowed my mom to be open with me and to yeah. be vulnerable with me. And that yeah. has changed. And so those little things, when I feel God to do that, I'm just like, okay, Lord, I'm going to press in, guard my heart. If they say no. Yeah. Or <laughs> when know. they
0: hurt you yeah. to keep on loving. Right. To keep on, and that brings me to another conversation, Mm -hmm. which I thought really stuck to me. Yes, was the entire "love is belonging" with Kat burgos Mm, Yeah, it was so beautiful. Oh, just thinking about it because I think that belonging is why I titled the interview. That Mm -hmm. is because, like she said, love is something else, and she described it differently. But when she talked about love, it like when she talked about her desire to belong. Yeah, that's not just a desire to belong because belonging is cool. It's because of so much like rejection and mm-hmm. feeling left out and having been hurt and discouraged. Mm-hmm. Like not that she dwells on that because if you do, you can stay broken. But there was so much growth in her own con- like how she walked through that growth right. and trust in the Lord to love and not hold all the sins or the pain of her mom against her yeah. or like being willing to to face her sisters mm-hmm. and like. Now she lives in Florida. She yeah, moved. Yeah. yeah, I remember. She was in the moving process. And so, like, leaning into belonging when everything else you've known has felt unsafe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Facing the potential for rejection again. And that can only be something that the Lord encourages you because it's easy to, like, say, never mind, I'll never try again. Right. And so I thought that, like, her, her trusting in God... Like, I was just blown away by that because we can say it easily. Like, oh, look, she she stepped out and she went and she made the call. She's been waiting for her whole life. But all the complex emotions that go into that knowing that your mom gave you away and then raised other children. Yeah. That's... And what it meant to bring her back into the life and her mom's willingness yeah. to love her. And then she even talked about, like, um, her mom, you know, asking for forgiveness. But it took cat loving first yeah Do you know what I mean I think there I feel like there's like common themes through all this it's not just love but how to love yeah yeah
1: and I feel like it builds on each other like I feel a lot of the times as we do the next episode it just I I feel like a lot of the times I'm pulling from some of those and it it just keeps reinforcing what we're what we're sharing and I think even um as you're talking about cat you know In her being willing to love first, but even I think one of the things that she talked about that for me was very, um, what's the word, Um, I just felt like it resonated was being willing to accept that as her new normal.
0: You know, mm. walking
1: into the new normal. Because like you said, there's so many times that something can haven't happened before that can make us like never mind, I've done that and mm. hurt me. But to say, I'm going to this is a new thing in my life. And I don't know what it's like, but I'm gonna make it like it's my normal. I'm gonna mm-hmm. receive it I'm gonna walk in it like this is what, what it what it what it should have always been. That's and not that's easy. hard because you new have normals so,
0: are terrifying.
1: Yeah. And so it's like you have to be willing to um not ignore but not rely on the past experiences you have to have the confidence to step into that mm-hmm. with so many unknowns because you don't know how it's going to play out there's a the fear that it's going to play out maybe as previous times or just based on what it was before but it has so much power when you yeah. do walk into it yeah you know it's um it kind of reminded me of there's a time when pastor Kimberly from the rock shared about walking in your calling and she Mm -hmm. talked about it is humility to walk in it Mm -hmm. and for many of us stepping into that those callings is new it's Mm -hmm. something that we're not accustomed to especially when you have baggage from you know previous decisions and things in your life and to walk in it like it's normal it takes a lot of courage but it's Mm -hmm. where that comes from you know and so like you shared you could see the healing God had done in her heart to be for her to be able to say, I know what was in the past. I know that my mom chose to give me up and then chose to raise other children. And she herself hasn't looked for me, but I'm still stepping into this and I'm going to walk in it. Like this is a normal relationship, even though I hadn't been her normal and the beautiful testimony she has now to share that like you said, her, her sisters have taken her in. That's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, her mom, she's found that healing, and, and now she's living a life with her. She's moved. She's life. now at
0: fifty years old, mm-hmm. being able to to know her mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I love it also when she was talking about like I could complain about all the years that were missing. Mm-hmm. That oh I could have had. She wasn't there for this. She wasn't. There. But she's like, but well, why why do that when I have now? Mm-hmm. I have now. And I think a lot of us dwell in that. And I think it's, it's actually very biblical for like, the Lord talks about let your yes be no, yes, and your no be no, you know, Mm -hmm. and just go for it. He he, he talks a lot about us not looking back. Yeah. Yeah. And although there's wisdom in some of our things that we can capture, but Mm -hmm. there's a, there's a like power in moving forward. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of us, because of all of the things that we carry, it's really hard. And only God can give us that. And I was driving with my mom, I think. And I was just like, there's something to, I don't know who I was talking to. Like, we don't have to live our lives alone. Hmm. I was talking to somebody else, but I was thinking like, I'd be like, when we live our lives without Jesus, Mm -hmm. like, we are accountable for our own decisions, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's true. We still are. Right. But when I look up with the Lord, and I'm like, it really is like, not you Lord, yeah. you told me to get over here. <laughs> kind of like, you told me to quit my job, so you will provide. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, and I'm not saying everybody should quit their job. Pastor Stephen Perkins is like, I'm not telling you to go start a coffee shop. You know, he always <laughs> says that. Um, but all of us have that encounter with Jesus, or something, you know, and I'm like, Lord. As I have made a decision that I feel like you have led me on, go. Like, now it's you, Lord. Like, so if I'm broken in this, like, which still could happen, I Mm -hmm. might be hurt by something. I might hit hardship, but at least I know I'm in his will. Right. Like, I'm still with him. Like, Mm -hmm. he's not like, Miha, like, you did this, figure it out. Because Mm -hmm. a lot of, I remember hitting crossroads. I think I talked about, I tell people sometimes about when I was like internet dating Mm -hmm. and there was a season like 2009 that I remember my friends were helping me get like an account of like you know what I'm gonna do it and I was like god I'm scared because I didn't know how to talk to men Mm -hmm. and so I was like okay I'm gonna do internet dating Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I felt the peace of the Lord to try that Mm because I wasn't out there like sleeping with men or anything I was just meeting them right and most of them only went like one date. (laughs) because I was like y'all crazy (laughs) I mean not to be mean but one guy like was so nervous he started the entire conversation like he was shivering and I was like I don't know what to do with that like that's a lot of pressure for me because you're so nervous Yeah. and it just didn't go past that but, but there were some that were decent and everything but then I remember a few years later I was still frustrated with the Lord and I was like God I still had the nerve to ask him can I end that date now I'm just like you know I'm gonna go for it and he's like no and I was like I'm gonna do it anyways. I'm gonna do it
1: anyway. <laughs> like got one girl, I was like, I'm gonna see for myself.
0: <laughs> and it's hard because, like, the Lord is always gonna meet us, mm-hmm. and He's He's merciful, right? right? He's mm-hmm. loving. Yeah. But when you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, Nah, Rachel. Like this mess you made. Mm-hmm. Figure it out. You want to go and be, be a big girl by yourself and make those decisions without me? Go. Go ahead and see how it goes. Now he's not mean like that. Mm-hmm, no. So as soon as I humble myself back and say, I'm sorry, Lord, he's like, Okay, come on. Yeah. But those do still have consequences. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Like, he's yeah, come on in. But yeah. there's still consequences. And that was one of the things that broke my heart. And I I was like, I don't want to be disobedient again. Mm-hmm. I started to look at the guys that I was meeting. They ended up being great guys with wonderful careers, handsome. It wasn't right. But Some of them kept calling Mm. and I was like, I don't want to talk to them anymore. And I feel like I'm now being a burden to them. I'm now hurting them. Mm. I'm now part of the of the deal that now is going to count up against the the woman they are meant for Mm. because I was hurtful. I rejected them. I ghosted them. Do you know what I mean? And I was like, that's what happens when we're out of his will. Not only am I going to be like, this isn't right, but I hurt others in the process. And Mm -hmm. some of those things, while God is redeeming God, some of those things are consequences that need to play out. And that's just, it's sad. But like, that's an easy one. A little bit of hurt. It'll be all right. Package it up. But some of our rebellion Mm -hmm. is a little more intense. Yeah. 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 So being in his will and, and trusting that when I, Go back into that new normal. Mm-hmm. He's with me. Yeah. I'm let alone in that new normal.
1: Yeah. And like you said, it's there's a confidence mm-hmm. when you are in the Lord's will. Yeah. You know, I remember I think I remember it so vividly for me. There's this moment because it was one of the first times I felt I was being audacious with the Lord and mm-hmm. holding him to his word. Oh. But I didn't feel like I was being disrespectful I just felt like this is what you called me to you know and so it was when I first, when I got to Guaymas and I had to um, I had to find my own place and I didn't have a job yet and I remember I just was like looking for work and it and every place I went to wasn't like really that great um salaries here are way lower than they are in the states way lower um And so I remember, starting to feel a little stress. And I just remember I was praying to God and I said, Lord, there's nothing new for you. You knew everything that would happen. Mm -hmm. Everything that I'm going through right now, you knew it would happen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yet you called me, not just out of the US, but here to Guaymas. Because I could have stayed in Mexico City where there's many connections for me because my family is from there, still has connections there. But I knew the Lord was calling me to Guaymas. And yet some things didn't play out the way we thought they were going to play out. And so I remember saying, and it was, it had to just be a boldness from the Holy Spirit that prompted me because I feel like I normally wouldn't say mm-hmm. that to the Lord. Mm-hmm. But I remember I just was like, God, you called me here. So you need to find a job for me. <laughs> I, and I, it was just like that. Like I was like, You brought me here. So you need to provide for me. Mm-hmm. I said, I came here because I believed you called me. So then you need to provide. And I didn't feel like the Lord corrected me. I didn't feel like He, he was like, Who do you think you are? he provided for me and he opened up a place for me at my job. And I remember it wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, that worked. Like it wasn't like that, but I was just like, wow, it's true. The Lord, you did call me and you will provide, you know? And so it's, and it's something that has held me even in, in current times, you know, when, when things happen or, you know, even when we were planning for the wedding and things weren't like, having some chaos with providers since so i was just like lord like we've been praying for this we prayed about this hotel we prayed because we prayed about every aspect of it you know should we get this provider should we do this because it's there's money going into it and always you don't always have all that money you're just like lord even with our our um honeymoon i was just like, god please don't let this be a scam uh, we, yeah. you know we have we have some money but we don't have money like that and the little bit we have we're going to spend on this and then to find out it's a scam and you know trust the Lord. A scam. It wasn't a scam. Everything <laughs> it was above we had a great honeymoon and we didn't even get nobody got sick. And uh-huh. it was just great. You know, but there's a confidence. Yeah. When you know the Lord has called you. So even when it doesn't feel normal, even when you're like this is outside of what I'm accustomed to, there's a confidence cuz you can you know uh-huh. God, you've called me to this. So I'm stepping into i I'm, yeah. I'm trusting that this is where you said I need to be, but I need you to come through. And these things that I don't
0: have any power over, you do, and you need to come through. And he does. Yeah, he does. And I think like when I and I think about that, it's not something that we should go um in with in with like a cockiness. Mm-hmm. Like or like when we truly it it, it, it requires humility mm-hmm. and it requires being obedient. To that quiet, still voice that is hard Mm -hmm. to be obedient to sometimes. Right. But when we are obedient, Mm -hmm. we put ourselves in a position Mm -hmm. that says, no, like, I did what you said. Mm -hmm. Now it's your turn to hold up. And we also know, like, it's not like, oh, I'm out here living in these streets doing crazy things. No, God show up. Because we act like that. Yeah. When some, we'd be like all up in kinds of sin. And be like, Jesus, what are you doing? And Jesus is like, that's not what we agreed on. Like, (laughs) That ain't me. That's all you, Yeah. you know, but we put that on God. Like people Mm -hmm. say, oh, look what Jesus did. I heard, I had a friend who used to say that. And I'm like, girl, you don't even go to church. You don't even know Jesus like that. Yeah. (laughs) And you're putting it on him. That's all you, you created this, but in the same way, like we give honor to him. We submit ourselves to him when he says, quit that sugar and he's gracious so it doesn't he's not requiring us to be perfect right but he's he's inviting us into new levels and then the little levels that he invites us into is he saying okay we'll do this change Mm -hmm. this submit to me here it's not perfection it's not being all like like all holier than thou in a sense you know what i mean but it's saying yes lord with a little he sees that Mm -hmm. and then we kept confidence and i think it was a similar thing for me and I remember crying, so maybe two years ago when we got the office, not just mm-hmm. the office that we got, but we moved across the hall to the bigger mm-hmm. office. Yeah. When that office had cleared out, I was like, huh, like, I want that office. We have this one little space and that 3 room suite is what I want. Mm-hmm. And I remember like, no one was around. I put my hand on the door and I said, God, I want this. I know we can afford it, but I want this in Jesus' name. Anyway. And then I went back into my office because I didn't want anybody to see me. I was like, embarrassing. I was like, I'm not, but I was just like, ooh. Um, a couple months later, we were in that office. Yeah, I And I didn't push my way into the office. Other people were mm-hmm. saying, go, apply for it. Tell them how much you can offer for it. Mm-hmm. Go. I that, yeah. And I put two different prices that were in our price range. Which weren't we weren't really. Right. I was like, no, say this. And you're like,
1: I still give
0: another one own and they gave me back the lower one. Yeah, and I was like, that's only God's favor. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so knowing that, I remember sitting back in there and just like, it was Jessica was with until we rise and hanging out with us at that time, and she was helping out. I oh, was, I think she, no, I don't think she was interning, but she was still serving with us. And we were sitting there in my office, like just worshiping God. And I looked at her, I was like, what the heck how are we here? Mm-hmm. And I remember later that week, just studying and like looking in the word and the Lord was taking me to John. Can't remember exactly which one, but he said, whatever you ask of me is yours. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, I better be careful what i be asking for. <laughs> because yeah. if, if I put him to it, he's going to give it to me and mm-hmm. I know it's weird. It's cause it's not like, Oh, I mean, I've asked for healing for my mom's neck. I've asked for people to be raised from the dead. I've asked for people to, um, be healed. Like, I've cried over these things. Like, I've pleaded with the Lord. Yeah. And there's parts that I don't understand. Cause, But I think that the the thing is to continue to submit before God. Right. And ask. Yeah. But there are other things that he says. Ask according to my will and it's yours. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I ask because I want it. It doesn't seem to be his plan. Mm-hmm. So it, it's kind of confusing. Yeah. Because, like, I'm like, but you could do it. Mm-hmm. i've seen you do it for others you can yeah. bring the healing i i've prayed over people and they've had tumors tell me oh the tumor's gone
1: yeah
0: and so i'm like i know you can mm-hmm. do it lord you know and i'm just like wow god like as i think about it uh, like it's it's a very like you can't put god in a box mm-hmm. yeah you can't we can hold him to his word and promises mm-hmm. but we must stay submitted you know, and I think what I got from that season of not just, like, oh I figured it all out, but it was, like, man, like, God loves me. hmm yeah. Like, I may not be able to put God in a box and manipulate him for every desire that I have. Right. But God loves me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which takes me to our last interview that we mm-hmm. had. I was just going to say. Yeah, like, my friend Akilah. hmm And I've known her since we were in college. And, you know, I was just honored to be able to you know experience like watching that video of her dad before he passed yeah I was moved so I was so moved by that it was like an honor that she would share that with me but yeah like how the love of a father yeah can change completely how you function completely yeah I don't know if you have thoughts on that yeah
1: Yeah. I just I remember um one of the things that I recall from her interview was how she talked about her her dad telling her, um, you're the best and you don't even know it, Mm -hmm. you know, and that was so impactful for me because like you said, the love of a father is so Mm -hmm. important and we're talking about that today. Right. We were. And so, you know, we shared, I, shared on the on the podcast in that interview but even as we were talking earlier today you know like I didn't have my biological father but Mm -hmm. I had many father figures in my life and continue to have many father figures including your father (laughs) in my life (laughs) my daddy yes (laughs) um but I have a heavenly father Yes, and I think like a lot of my my childhood and teenage years and even young adult age um the Lord used a lot of male figures in my life to show that love but it was a few years back in Wymus where I really realized that all of that was really a reflection of the love that he had for me. Mm -hmm. And that I think is what impacted me so much to know there have been, would you say my dad, like he allowed things to get in the way of being there for me and loving Mm me. And yet God was like, I don't let anything get in the Ah. way you know, and it, it reminded me of the um, Reckless Love song, right? Where it's like, I'll cli- climb up any mountain. Do you want me to sing it for no, you? No, it's okay. Um, it, It's it's okay. No,
0: I won't climb up. Shadow, I won't see Light up. I really think so. I know the lyrics. I really, I know the song. I
1: just forget the lyrics. <laughs> right? But he's like, there's nothing that's going to hold me back. And I remember. Um, there's another song, Pieces by Stephanie Gretzinger. Don't Do sing it. Um, but she talks about. <laughs> she <laughs> talks about I got God. you, both. I got you. Pieces. <laughs> get out. Um, but she talks about how God doesn't give his love in pieces, yeah. you know, and, and how he's not ashamed to be with us. And mm. I remember for me, it was just God, as much as I longed and even have a desire my dad is open you know to have a relationship with him but no matter what he no there's no human not even my spouse not even you not even my mom that can love me the way God loves me yeah and I was just like God your love for me is so great yeah and I and I thought of there's a verse I don't know where it's at but it says um fear not little flock. Yeah. Whereas the father's, um, ah, my little flock, (laughs) little flock, remember, but it's like, um, it's the, the father's desire to give you the kingdom. I think Mm -hmm. is what it says. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the reasons I love that passage so much is the, the tenderness that Mm. you can hear in it. Right. Like fear not little flock, you know? And I just feel like that's who God is with me. like, he just loves me and he just takes me.
0: Um, Do not fear, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Mm-hmm. His good pleasure.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like all the like the, the wording with that is just like the love that is there. Mm-hmm. And and for me, it's kind of like her her dad told her, like, you're the best and you don't even know it. Oh. You know, and, and I feel like that's what God is constantly trying to remind me, mm-hmm. you know, like, Beto, you're the best. Not that I'm the best at everything. I'm not the best at everything. Like, there's things I'm not good at. Don't ask me to do certain mm-hmm, things. Mm-hmm. But in his eyes, he's like, you're the best. Yeah. You know, the word says, like, in the how he created all these things in the beginning. He's like, and it was God. And that's how he sees each and every one of us. It's not just me, you know. No. Beto, you're the best and everyone's kind of okay. Like, And I know I joke sometimes with that. I'm like, I'm his favorite. I don't know what to tell you. I'm know. i don't know about you, but I'm his, favorite. I'm his favorite. Have you seen what he's done <laughs> for me, though? Uh,
0: have you seen what he's done for me? <laughs> yeah, no, but... Favorite. Wait, well, hold up. You said it like, hold uh, no, uh, he's done great things for me. You're going to be jealous. You're <laughs> going to be so jealous when you see the good things he continues to do for me. But that's like <laughs> the beauty of him, right? Like, right. And it changes how you function. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because, because you're like, like... When always. you know you're
1: that loved, you move differently. differently. and that's what You, you love
0: back about. differently, too. Yeah. And
1: then that's what I was, when I yeah, really that's what talked answer, about. Yeah. I was like, how did that impact you? Because I know it changes. When you know you're loved, mm-hmm. it's like, it doesn't, yeah. None of this matters because I know, like she said, you know, it's like, I don't care. I already told I was the best. Yeah. And that's like, it just changes mm-hmm. the the mm-hmm. attitude that you come from. And we talked about that, right? Yeah, like, not so coming matters. from brokenness or trying to prove people, but you just, you know, you're already approved. So mm-hmm. everything else above that is sprinkles. Yeah. Which I loved because, you know.
0: Little sprinkles. You know, sprinkles. I mean, she has <laughs> issues sometimes. <done. laughs> I haven't had in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I give you some sugar-free sprinkle, friend. <laughs> but yeah, and so I no, know, that's good. Just, and yeah. I I love how you said that too because it makes you function differently. Mm-hmm. And I love how you also said like even though your father allowed a separation, like God doesn't, mm-hmm. and like even where our love, like our parents' love, has limits. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think about. Like God doesn't. Sorry. Right. Incomplete thoughts. <laughs> I get excited. Um, but I, I remember reminds me of like time I went for a motorcycle ride with my dad. I think mm-hmm. I might have mentioned yeah, even yeah, on those, the plot the blog or the podcast. podcast. But I was like, my dad would die before he let anything happen to me. Mm-hmm. But if we were got slammed by a, a car on There's this a- motorcycle, room. he has limits. Mm-hmm. But God doesn't. Right. Like yeah. he doesn't have limits. And mm-hmm. The more that we accept God's love, I think someone of our conversations said it can't, oh, I think it was with Keila, it can't help to spill over. Mm, mm-hmm. yeah. Like cause love produces more love. Unlike right. hate, like it does you can't, it's really hard to come like to a loving place from a hate hateful yeah. place. Mm-hmm. But when you have love, it spills out of you and it ends up impacting all the other things. And I love it because it's so funny, my grandma, like I saw <laughs> I, I I have for the whole year I hadn't been drinking coffee. Mm-hmm. I would go to my grandma's house and she's like, "¿Quieres café? Do you want coffee?" And I'm like, "No, no, estoy bien, gracias." And she's like, "¿Por qué no?" And I was like, "I'm fasting. I'm 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 not eating and drinking coffee." Okay, okay, A little sadness inside of her. Mm-hmm. She's Puerto Rican. <laughs> it's like against her nature, she doesn't get it. What the heck? <laughs> and then like because my fast ended on Tuesday and mm-hmm. I went to her house. And she made like my little surrulos and like the huevo and like the cheese. And she was like, quieres cafe? And I said, "Si, sí, por favor. Her eyes lit up <laughs> like with such joy yeah. to be able to serve me coffee. And I was like, like she's way too Oh see! Sí! <laughs> and <then> she, like <laughs> happily steams the milk and does the whole thing and i'm like oh my god this has to be the best cup of coffee that i'm gonna have yes. and it just meant so much to her it was like it's it was her good pleasure mm. to give it to give you the kingdom of coffee the kingdom of coffee <laughs> but like i looked at her eyes it does mean yeah. like though because like how, when we are able to model that kind of love for others to take pleasure mm-hmm. in blessing others and loving on others yeah. and, and being kind to others and say, this pours out of me and I can't help. I'm not gonna be shy. Yeah, I'm gonna pour it on you. I'm gonna love you even mm-hmm. if you're like, mm. and I'm like, oh, but I love you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like you know what I mean? Yeah. it can't help but multiply. Mm-hmm. I know, right? I feel you. We got guest puppies here. Oh. I'm sitting. Sorry, y'all. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, like I think I feel like, um, and I mean, this is not even to mention. We started off with Ronnie as our guest. Mm. You know, he yeah. just talked to us. We didn't go on YouTube, but if you go back to our podcast on audio on, right. on Spotify and Apple, you can hear like he talked about like his journey with mm. loving and we're going to probably have him back on. Yeah, um, because he is pretty awesome. We'll have him back on on our YouTube as well as Allie. Um, she's going live on a new thing live. Oh, uh, yeah, on Monday, yeah. and so I'll be joining her on that, that oh, show. Awesome. So if you don't follow a new thing live on YouTube, go ahead and check it out because we're going to be there live next month or this Monday. Um, but but with those two conversations, they were so powerful, and I, I reflect back on like what God has been teaching me. I didn't realize this was going to happen, but just even this weekend I attended a wedding and I was at this fashion week and I like, heard, like it was a fashion. Week. It was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember entering these rooms with confidence. Like mm-hmm. I'm mean, oh my gosh, you got millions of dollars and I'm on food stamps, but I'm blessed y'all lucky to have me here. Like, Oh, I'm not getting married and I don't like how I look that much, but I'm here. Like the, the confidence and the joy that I just felt. Mm-hmm. And I was like, where did this come from? Mm. And I think that there was this journey through all the things that I've been learning mm-hmm. that like God's love has been locked into me. Like mm. I feel, I thought that the adventure in when I, when God was showing me his love, like I already have it. Let me share it with others. Mm, yeah. But I'll say for the past six months or whatever, since we've been doing this, like, like an awareness of God's love for me has been flooding me, friend. Mm. And I'm like, That's beautiful. Oh, and it changes how I move mm-hmm. and like, I have the, the audacity to love people differently mm-hmm. and to move differently no matter what insecurity I carry mm-hmm. I have to love because I'm so loved yeah and when it hurts I'm still gonna love yeah because I'm already loved and um, I don't know. It's just been really changing me. I didn't I didn't anticipate that. I don't think I fully reflected on it. So we started talking today. Yeah. Like, I'm different because I started to do this Love Is Series. Mm. I'm different. Mm-hmm. I'm more loved and I'm more confident than I've ever been because yeah. I know I'm loved. Yeah. It's just, if you guys like it, it's just a sprinkle on the cake. If you love me back, that's great. Mm-hmm. But I'm already loved. Yeah. Like, it's like Aquila's, you know. Yeah. Oh, or even, oh, what's the one that we did? Um, love is my identity. Mm, yes, that was just that our was conversation. Yeah. But oh, that is, I feel like it's becoming me, and I'm still working on it. But I'm not just Rachel. Mm. I'm loved by God. I'm mm. loved by Jesus. Yeah, I'm loved, and that changes how I function. I don't know mm-hmm. any closing thoughts for you. Yeah. No, I just I think <laughs> even
1: oh. this crazy. Want to share? Kiwi has some thoughts. Ki-wee. Come on, buddy. It's okay. You're left. You don't need a bark. Uh, Moments, Uh, but I think for me, it was um, what God has been showing me is that I'm already approved. Right? Mm -hmm. Like part of that is He loves me because He approves me already. I'm not trying to prove anything. I don't have to prove that I am um, worthy of being loved. You know that I am. I don't have to prove
0: of like, God, I'm good enough, right?
1: That he's already approved me and said i'm I'm worthy of that love. Yeah, you know, And so I think, like you said, it does. It you does. don't have to earn it, yeah. It, and so it's made me more solid on who I am and him. Mm-hmm. You know, it's made me um like know where I can run to, yeah, even even when things don't look that great or even when things are, you know, hitting rough patches, like, it allows me to say, God, I know you love me, mm-hmm. and so I know you're going to get me through anything. Yeah, and it just it it helps me stand more confidently and and more um, firmly in in who I know that I am, who I know that He is, and like what He has spoken to That's me. So
0: good, yeah. I, I think it impacts our relationships too, right? Yeah. How, how you love your husband, mm-hmm. how you love me as a friend. Yes. How you love um, your mom. How you love yeah. your brothers and sisters, loving them for who they are because that's how he loved us. And mm-hmm. it's how I'm loving differently as well. Yeah. So, so I feel you. It's yeah. like when you already know you're approved, you don't have to earn it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like it's really good. I agree with you. Yeah. I, I love that. Yeah. So it's, it's been a good season so far. So if you haven't caught up on all the ones we've been doing, please. Go back and watch them. Um, also, there was a couple that I did. So we're going to share those next week. Um I'm reposting some of them going live because um, we're going to um, just kind of revisit some old ones. I think uh, a couple of the studies that I kind of just shared, it's just me. It's before Veto came onto the thing, but you don't want to miss it. Um, they are good. And so you can go ahead and check that out. We'll be going live with those two episodes next week and the following week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're going to have some some new guests. We have some amazing guests that have, um, great stories that you don't want to miss. Um, people who have overcome ridiculous circumstances and who are ready to talk about what love is and how that has changed them. So, um, stay tuned with us, stay connected, share this with somebody you just don't know. I have no clue, like how much is what's going to change me. And, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm surprised by it, honestly, because I just was trying to be obedient, thinking I'm doing something for someone else, mm-hmm. for the ministry. Yeah. And I'm realizing that part of the change that I'm having is because I said yes, and now I'm experiencing that victory, right. you know, mm-hmm. that healing. Yeah. So you don't know how, go back, re-listen to them, let it sink in. Even the interviews, like, let them see what they'll be for you. And um, and you don't know what it'll be, how it'll help somebody else mm-hmm. going through a struggle. Because some of these stories are really hard. Yeah, they're not easy conversations, like almost all of them involve near death or death experiences, you know, and so I know that's hard. But what God has shown me in our ministry is to practice leaning into hard things, Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. when when we're afraid and stuff, when things we're not sure of our love and all that, it's hard to lean in and be there for others. Mm -hmm. And speaking of that part of our ministry. We've had some great news. <laughs> We've been, uh, this is our love is series and we have all of our online content. You can, we have a new episode every Tuesday. We're a little late today, but every Tuesday, at 5 PM, we go live. We also have it on podcasts on Apple podcasts yes. and on Spotify and other places where the, you can find your podcast, just search until we arise. We also have Elia's gift that's going out and we just got notification that, um, one of the girls, um, Actually, we've done our support group, right? Yeah, so we're closing exactly. out. We have one more wow. session right. this Thursday, and then we have our in life paint live paint night. So all That's the so girls are coming to the office. We're gonna have a paint night and just really come together and mm-hmm. process through the closing of this um, session. And then we'll start again in a couple of weeks. But we're gonna take a few weeks off to reevaluate and to kind of see. Mm-hmm. But it's been such a successful support group. The girls have That's been so talking loved. about how much has been helping them in their healing journey, even though they're all in different places and their losses Mm -hmm. have happened at different times. Yeah. And, um, so we have been passed, we've been partnered with Huntington Memorial or not partnered, but like
1: committed agreements
0: Mm -hmm. with, um, Huntington Memorial and USC Arcadia. And both of those hospitals have received Elliot's gift. And so we just got a message yesterday that um, a couple of women have used their coupons or their gift cards, the gift card for a, for a bracelet. Okay. Um, I didn't tell you this, huh? No. That's what I meant to tell you. Okay. <laughs> um, Ali, um, she let me know that the girl who donated the bracelets to Elia's gift got feedback from people who have received the box mm. and they wanted to use their gift card to buy more bracelets and say, say that they've been wearing their bracelet like every wow. day. And so not only are they getting it, but they're receiving it and it's helping in their healing journey. Mm, they, awesome. they commented with her about how powerful the bracelets were for them and the bears especially. Mm. And so knowing how beautiful that is, it means something and we're actually getting feedback, you know, yeah, and it's awesome. great because they haven't so joined the support group, Yeah, but we're hearing from them. So I didn't yeah. even expect, I didn't even know it was going to come through the bracelet donation that they would respond. Mm-hmm. So That's That's a blessing and it's showing fruit and that it's not in vain. So I'm really honored to be a part of that. And then we have We See You Kitchen. Mom, do you want to tell us how it's been going? We See You Kitchen has been going great. Um, (laughs) Let's scoot. Let's say hi to mom. Hi. (laughs) I'm sneaking in here. Um, We See You Kitchen has been going great. It's been amazing. Um, God is doing a great work and just reaching the lost and um, not only the lost, but the people who desire prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been, God has provided uh, financially and the laborers are coming so willing, willing with so much willingness to give and to serve with their heart. And the Lord is just opening doors for more and more people to, mm-hmm. um, to desire to serve. And so I'm super grateful for being called to the ministry and also being able to partner with other people to, to help them meet what God has called them to do. Yeah. It's like yeah. beautiful. I love your heart. Cause my mom is, stay here. It's for just of a hearted. second. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> go ahead and go. So you have <laughs> to feel like to yeah. <laughs> um, and like my mom is not about just serving the others, but even mm-hmm serving every person who comes to serve. Yeah. And there's power in what we do with Until We Rise. It's not just about feeding those who are lost and Mm -hmm. who are hungry. It's not even just feeding the homeless. It's feeding anybody we encounter to say, we see you and you matter. And um, even when you come serve with us, we see you and you matter. Yeah. God sees you. And I think that's what I love about my mom's heart, to do that for everyone Mm -hmm. and to um, be obedient in that. And so we are taking two weeks off from that. But um, I think we're resuming on the 15th or so. So we're taking two weeks off starting this week. Um, yeah, this weekend mm-hmm. and the yeah. following weekend. We'll, we'll not have We See You Kitchen, but, um, the third week in April, I guess. Okay. Because, um, yeah. But anyway, we're taking two weeks off. Yeah. Um, so it, but we're coming, we'll be coming back and we're looking for volunteers. And so if you're interested in partnering with that, you can. Or you can donate to either Elliot's Gift or We See You Kitchen or generally to until we rise, um, yeah. through our website, to You can find that on our Instagram. And it's also linked in our bio here on YouTube, um, and on our YouTube channel. So, I mean, that's all. And I just want to say thank you guys for joining us today. Thank it's so you. awesome. Live from TJ with my friend. Yay. I love you. So friend, like, I'm mean, going to bring, we see kitchen here. So we're going to figure that out too. Yes. So prepare yourself. If you think maybe you want to come help us serve food here in TJ, let us know we're on, we're in the process. Messages and we can definitely set something up because
1: there's definitely a need. Yeah. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's um, I'm just, I'm glad to be able to do little things here and there here, but yeah, it'd be awesome to do something as, as an organization here and bring the whole team and, and all of you guys who are willing to partner with us here, God has a heart for, for Tijuana. God has a heart for Mexico. He is moving. Um, and it's it's a privilege to be able to be a part of it here to see what God is doing. So yeah. for
0: sure. It's not easy. Mm yeah, no. no. So we're I'm we looking forward, I'm looking forward to it, yes. Yeah. Until we
1: arise what? What won't change <laughs> in our lives, in our families. In our communities
0: and in our world in our world until we arise so we arise, until we arise. arise. And thank you for sharing thank you thank you thank you, you, guys you for marilyn thank, thank you everybody watching. who's here yes we will have more time for we're here together for sure bye That's everybody good night <laughs>